1: Hello, and welcome to Dr. J's Path to Success podcast. Dr. James Fetish is a successful practice owner, best-selling author, and speaker. Listen in as he shares his secrets to a successful business and a successful life. So now, here's Dr. J.
0: Okay, everybody, welcome to this episode of the podcast. We have a special guest on today. We have Dr. Donna Perillo on. She's a fellow chiropractor and a fellow New Jersey practicing chiropractor as well. She's a doctor of chiropractic, a diplomat of the Chiropractic Board of Clinical Nutrition, and also diplomat of the American Chiropractic Board of Sports Physicians. She's been practicing in Jersey for over 25 years and also a New York Chiropractic College graduate like myself, and also has a Master's in Clinical Nutrition from Bridgeport. So she's a well-established chiropractor. She's here to uh, share a little about being a chiropractor and uh, some other things she has going on. So, Dr. Donna, thanks for being on the show today.
2: Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it.
0: Great. So one of the first things I like to ask, especially chiropractors, is kind of get their uh, superhero story, their origin story. Uh, How they become a chiropractor? So tell us a little bit about your journey to chiropractic.
2: Yes. I had allergies and asthma from the age of five. I did 17 years of allergy shots and drugs and pretty much stayed the same. And what happened is um, I had some really bad neck pain and headaches and uh, my parents owned a restaurant and one of the waiters threw a crooked pen at me and he said, oh, you should go see this guy. And I looked at him and I said, okay. And he said, oh, he might be able to help your allergies too. And I looked at him and said, how could that be? So I never really went. And then I went, I was actually in a rock band trying to get a record deal. And I back in the age of heart. So I went to go get a perm. And as I'm sitting waiting for my perm, there's the crooked pen with the same chiropractor's name. And mm-hmm. so I picked it up and I, and I said to the woman, do you know this chiropractor? And she looked at me and she said, oh my God, he saved my life. I was suicidal during menopause and he saved my life. And I looked at her and went, how does he help you with menopause and emotions? She said, he's amazing. So that's when I went. I went to Dr. Jay Panola and awesome, he just was an awesome chiropractor and mentor. And I went there, he did a, a thorough exam, he took blood work. And he sat down with me, some x-rays. He sat down. He showed me things in my spine that were causing some of the problems. Uh, I was having headaches. I was having back pain. And then he showed. Me, we went through my blood work and he looked at my protein and he said, he said, do you eat protein? And I said, I'm a, that's what I eat. I'm a protein eater. I said, I like protein <laughs> and greens. And he said, well, your protein's low he said it could be that your body and your chloride is is low so your body's not creating enough hydrochloric acid he said and that could be causing an antibody antigen reaction in your gut which could be causing some of the inflammation and in your allergies and I looked at him and now at this point in time I'm a musician I I looked at him and went okay sounds logical <laughs> um, And after 17 years, I figured, well, what do I have to lose? And that was the good old days where you had unlimited visits, and it was, you know, it cost me $7 as a copay to go. So I was going three times a week. I used to have asthma attacks every night from September to January. I, I always had to take prednisone at some point in time because I just couldn't enjoy a holiday. And I would wake up between 2 and 4 o'clock in the morning. I'd have all my little medications and everything all ready. I had my whole routine that I did for years. And I started with him in November, still had the attacks. The following September, not one attack. And I was just blown away. I thought somebody gave me my life back. And so I, while I was going, I kept asking questions and asking questions. And I was just fascinated at how the scope of chiropractic, how many things it helps, and you don't really know it because I originally went because of headaches and back pain, and my side effect was my allergies and asthma improved like 90%. So that's how I got into chiropractic. I became very interested in it. I thought about osteopathic also, uh, never really thought about medical, but um, I thought, let me go to chiropractic school cause, because everybody in the family was, well, why don't you be a real doctor? And I <laughs> said, well, I, I went to real doctors for 17 years and they didn't help me. I went to this doctor for, for less than a year and he helped me. And I want to know why. And I want to know how. And I want to help people because they don't know. I didn't know. What did I know? So that's yeah, really absolutely. Art. That's a good that's,
0: story. Yeah, that's, that's how a lot of us got into it. Me too. You know, I had a car accident nobody else could help me with. And I remember a grand, grandparent always saying the same thing to me. Why don't you go become a real doctor? Um, Scott, right. then, then you got out, you went to New York as well. And then tell us about coming out of school. Did you associate for a while? Did you start a practice right away? Kind of walk us through that as well.
2: Yeah, I graduated uh, from New York. And I opened a practice almost immediately. I was doing some coverage in New York and I was waiting for my Jersey license, and as soon as I had my license, we opened in 1988. And I had a partner, and both of us were on the same page with the nutrition. So I, I pursued, well, also the sports injuries, because I always had this, this uh, desire to do the Olympics, because I would love to w- work with people who are compliant and really want help, because when people listen to me, they get well. And so I pursued my sports diplomate uh, way back when. That was my first diplomate. And then I wound up going to, um, I took a lot of different nutrition courses and just was fascinated. I briefly thought about actually getting my Ph.D. in biochemistry or my Ph.D. in, um, in clinical nutrition. But I do have my master's from Bridgeport and I've been practicing chiropractic nutrition and then I eventually got a naturopathic degree also so um, that's what I do I actually have in the office an acupuncturist and a physical therapist so we're a wellness center and um, interestingly enough one of my really good friends actually just took space in the building and what she does is medical massage and her specialty is um uh, lymph, uh, lymphatic drainage, uh, women that have had breast cancer, um, and and men, a lot of thoracic work. So um, it's fun. It's really fun to have a whole team within the building. My associate, her specialty is um, adjusting pregnant women and children. So she belongs to the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association and does the Webster technique. And I focus more on I do a lot of uh, muscle testing, I do brimhole protocol, Uh, we use a lot of lasers, we use detoxing, foot baths, very much into the chiropractic lifestyle, I like to call it, the wellness Mm -hmm. lifestyle.
0: Nice. Yeah, it's good. I I enjoy, you we're integrated too with multiple chiros and PTs and ACUs and all that and I definitely find it much more enjoyable than being on an island by yourself and being able to get extra opinions and you know, as much as chiropractic help with a lot of things but adding acupuncture and PT can help with things we can't help with and some patients that just don't do well with one modality you add a couple things in there and they seem to do well I, I definitely find it much more rewarding in uh, integrated practice and I think you'll see more and more of that well, we already are seeing more and more of that but I definitely think that's kind of the way things are going what do you think about that
2: I think one of the questions I get very often from patients especially new patients is well, what do you think I should do? Should I do the chiropractic, the acupuncture, the physical therapy? And my question to them is, why is it an either-or? Because each of those is synergistic with each other. And I like to adjust my patients until they're well enough to do exercises and really be worked on. I don't like to just throw them to to the physical therapist and... um, and they can't really they can't really do half of what they want them to do and they're in pain. And so I think it's important for people's psyche to know that they start to feel better that they can get better. If if somebody's never had symptoms before, it's a little scary because especially if they're older because they're afraid that they're going to lose their independence. And the uh, it's funny a lot of people are 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 uh, afraid of the needles it, it's so funny the, the needles the
0: needles are so thin i know uh, it's funny the chiropractic patients scared of acupuncture the acupuncture patients scared of chiropractic sometimes we'll notice in the practice it just cracks me up
2: right <laughs> right right exactly exactly the
0: big tough guys we had a guy who was a uh extreme like the uh, the strong man he was on tv like lifting tires over his head and all that stuff and he's covered in tattoos And he's like 300 something pounds of muscle his back was bad and it wasn't responding to the adjustment. was like, let's try some acupuncture. And he's like almost in tears, scared of acupuncture needles. It's and like it, giant strong man. I'm like, what the heck? But
2: it is. So it's, so, it's so funny. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I remember years ago when I first began practice, I had a big guy, football player kind of guy. And he had never been to a chiropractor. And he, and he looked at me and he said, are you going to hurt me? And I looked at him <laughs> and I said, I said, did you ever play football? And he said, yeah. I said, well, you look at me and you tell me if you think I can do anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to hurt who here? Yeah.
2: <laughs> right. I mean, to tackle this guy would would have been, it was funny. It was just really funny. He laughed and that broke the ice. And, and once people get adjusted, they look at you and go, is that it? <laughs> and you yeah. have to laugh. You have to laugh after, after so many years in practice. It's so funny. People have such a misconception of what we do. Yeah and how we do it and, and of, of all the things that it can help because people just think it's back pain.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And there's two things you brought up that are really good points that I wanted to go back and circle around on. One, it's funny we said about physical therapy because that's how I first got started with it. I found and you know, we'll probably both get flack for this from, from people in Cairo and PT, but I found the same thing. When people were, like, really acute and they went to PT, a lot of times they ended up making them worse. Then they'd come into my office, they had an acute disc or whatever, and they, the docs are in the PT, and now they're worse after hearing that so many times, and I did believe in, you know, therapy and strengthening and all that, but I found exactly, you know, 15 years in a lot of patients that if you get them calmed down, you know, get them through the acute phase with the chiro and the other stuff, and then do therapy once they're calmed down, they seem to do much better. It's just funny you said that, because that's kind of, that's how I started getting into PT, too, because I just felt it was much better if we could calm things down, more acute. And the other thing you said, too, is really great, and I say the same thing, don't you know, wish I do active PT, we have pain management as well, and And I always say, you know, yeah, exactly. Let's work together on this. You get two, three heads working on it. And I always say, I don't care who gets credit in here. As long as you get better, whether you want to give the chiropractor credit, the PT credit, you know, we don't care as long as you get better. So I thought those were two really good points I wanted to bring back up around. But tell us a little more about physical therapy because I've noticed that in practice that, you know, really it seems to do much better once they're calmed down a little bit.
2: Exactly. Exactly. I, I, I've worked with therapists for years and I think When you have a good relationship, they appreciate that because a lot of, you know, I think we need people always ask me, uh, should I get adjusted before I work out or after I work out? And I look at them and I say, well, it's up to you. I said, but if you want to know what I do is I like to get adjusted before I exercise because I feel if everything's in place, then I'm strengthening, number one, my muscles where they should be and my bones where they should be and I have less chance of injury. And, and I think that that's part of why I have that philosophy of let me get them out of pain, and maybe not 100% out of pain, but out of enough pain that they can do range of motion exercises or isometric. And, you know, maybe they can't do the isokinetic yet, but at least they can do People come in, sometimes they can't turn their head right or left, and how are they going to do PT on Yep. exercise on that so once i could get that range of motion i get flexibility back then they work with the pt it's it's synergistic it's just it's just amazing
0: yeah that's so funny that's exactly what i found i think like a lot of people would argue with us on that but i i find the exact same thing works so much better i have two pts with me a long time and i'm telling you that's totally true what you're saying i, I don't know too many people to agree with us but it's definitely true of practice when you start working well and it works so much better for the patients for long-term benefit too. So that, right. that's, just, that's a really good point. Uh, so you got some published books out there. You got published papers. I mean, you're into all kinds of other stuff besides chiropractic. Tell a little about that. You've been in some self magazine, some good publications. Tell us a little about some of these publications you've been in.
2: Uh, well, that self magazine was quite a few years ago and uh, we, I was one of the curative chiropractors in that. That was uh, I forget even what year that was, um, but I actually have a new ebook coming out uh, soon, very soon. And my podcast is called Habits of Healing. So my new book is going to be, cre- be named Create Healthy Habits, Create a Healthy Life. So that will be out. Um, no, we're just finishing up editing that. So that should be out in the next couple of weeks and that 's actually going to be a free book it 's going to be a free ebook to just introduce people to a healthy lifestyle and things they could do to get started. What I do in the office is I coach people on that. a lot of people come in and they want to know what they could do. so I help them on many levels on the physical level, of course, as a chiropractor. Uh, the mental, emotional, spiritual aspect I believe is very important. So I teach them some things about meditation and visualization and a few other, well, quite a few things. And then, of course, nutrition and environmental. And, pe- you know, people really don't know a lot of this information. Even,
0: yeah, right? very true.
2: Yeah, I think Facebook is great because people are starting to be aware of things. I mean, we've been talking about gluten-free and hybridized wheat and how all types of things, how uh, gluten can attack the thyroid, how many people have thyroid, autoimmune diseases, all of those things. And a lot of it has to do with our food supply and people just really don't believe it. And I remember years ago, probably 20 years ago, I got a five-time reverse osmosis water filtration system and everybody thought I was nuts because it was quite expensive (laughs) at the time. And I looked at them and I said, I drink a lot of water. This is before bottled water. That's how long ago I bought that. (laughs) And and now everybody drinks bottled water, but unfortunately all the bottled water is in plastic. So now we have plastic contamination everywhere. Um, And you find it a lot in cancer. I have patients that have done epigenetic testing, and that uh, is one of the major things that is found a lot of times is plastic contamination.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of problems with our food supply out there. That's for sure, and it's not getting any better. Um, it's definitely um, definitely how it caused more problems than before.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I, you know, I um, I know you you had um or you had asked me before about my DVDs. I I produced two DVDs. Uh, my in my other life, I was a musician. My my undergrad degree is actually from Berkeley College, of music in composition and arranging. So I write music. And so I wrote music on these DVDs, and I had um, voiceovers and visualizations. So while they're doing the exercises, they're actually visualizing feeling good and how they could feel good and how they felt when they did feel good. And believe it or not, that that really is helpful. So I have two DVDs. They're called Eyes. One is uh, for pain of the neck, and one is for pain of the low back. And, um, so they're, they're also going to, everything is really going to become available shortly. And then I have another program that I wrote on the chakras and it's called Decrease stress and anxiety in 21 days. And on there, I take people through each chakra. There's a, every day there is, there are seven chakras. So there are three days to each chakra. So every day there's something physical for them to do mental, emotional, spiritual for, for them to do, and then nutritional or, or uh, environmental or detoxing information. And, um, again, that will be out shortly, just a couple of technical issues we're resolving. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Always something, especially technical stuff. we got all these tools, but it seems uh, there's more problems than ever with all these new tools. But, yeah, it's great stuff. You find out, you know, there's a lot more to healing, and the chiropractor does a lot of stuff, but they're not mentally ready to heal, uh, you always say, I'd rather get a patient with a bad problem and a good attitude than vice versa because no matter how bad the problem is, they have a good attitude and they get good care. They can get better from a lot of things, but if they're not in the right mental state, they just seem to never get better. Unfortunately, they can be pretty uh, frustrating for us. So that, that's great. You're tackling the whole body, and that's certainly where the where things are going. Um, so any other last-minute information or people, a uh, way they can get in touch with you, uh, email or, or website, and they can get, hand out more information about all this fun stuff?
2: Yeah, my office is in Pompton Plains, and our phone number is nine seven three eight seven two two one three three. My website is Dr. drperillo d r p e r i l l o dot com, and you can reach me at uh, drperillo one at gmail dot com.
0: Right, pretty easy stuff. So thanks for sharing some really good information, good good clinical tidbits, and uh, a lot of good information from your from your stuff and be sure to check out all your, all your other stuff online. So uh, thanks for joining us on the show today, Dr. Donna. And we'll
2: talk to you soon. Thank you. You take care of yourself. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Bye-bye.
1: Thanks for listening to Dr. J's Path to Success podcast. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. For information, please visit drjamesfetish.com. Dr. James, R. fetish clinic director at Village Family Clinic. His book Secrets of a Million Dollar Clinic is available on Amazon and online at Hackettstown Family Clinic.com or Dr. James www.drjamesfedich.com